Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include, but are not limited to, professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Viewer discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ, therefore, forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin, and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. Welcome to Bible Bashed, where we aim to equip the saints for the works of ministry by answering the questions you're not allowed to ask. Listen and enjoy this latest episode as Pastor Tim answers your sincere questions. Here's Pastor Tim. On this episode of Bible Bash, we will be answering the question, is online dating for creepers? Now, as you read through the Bible, one of the things you're going to find is you're going to find that many of the heroes of the faith uh, sought spouses in ways that uh, we today would consider to be somewhat scandalous. Uh, I'm thinking in particular of the example of Abraham sending his servant to find a wife uh, for his son Isaac, uh, the servant uh, meets uh, Rebecca, and the first time he meets her, he asks her to be the wife of Isaac. He brings her back to Isaac. They immediately consummate the marriage in the tent, and uh, Rebecca comforts uh, Isaac in his uh, bereavement of uh, his mother, uh, Sarah. Uh, So examples like that of arranged marriages are things that we have little to no tolerance, which in some ways is somewhat strange considering that we've watched so many Disney movies and and Disney movies uh, teach us to believe in uh, things like love at first sight. But then the thought of actually uh, uh, practicing that sort of thing is somewhat off-putting to most of us. And so we have to think through some of these things as well. But but then also, if you consider the example of of, uh, Ruth uh, being instructed by uh, Naomi to uh, essentially put herself in Boaz's field and become a hard worker in order to gain his attention. Uh, there's plenty of things about this which would uh, set off the Me Too movement. <laughs> but, but when you think about that, and then you think about her plot to get uh, Ruth to get herself all dressed up and go meet uh, Boaz in the threshing floor. Uh, certainly, there's elements of this that we would look at and we would think, uh, probably rightly, that are a bit unwise. But at the same time, it seemed to me, it seems to me that as you read through the Bible, one of the things you're going to find is you you find that uh, biblical people seem to place a much greater priority on marriage, and there wasn't so much emphasis placed on finding this one magical perfect person who is going to make your life effortlessly easy. Uh, there seemed to be a um, 
a uh, much uh, different kinds of priorities that were at work there in that kind of society as, as far as that's concerned. And so as we're thinking about something like online dating, one of the things to realize is that most people, I think, have an instinctive kind of recoiling at the thought of on, uh, online dating. It seems to be somewhat of a, of a desperate move. It seems to be uh, at best a last resort and at worst uh, something that... Um, you know, really is kind of shameful and kind of scandalous and we should probably avoid it and it's probably dangerous and and everything else. Uh, but when you think about online dating, uh, there there is uh, uh, there are there are some things that would commend us to online dating and there's some things that we should be cautious uh, to as we consider the subject of online dating. And then there might be some things that uh, we, we need to exercise unique wisdom in uh, approaching something along these lines. Now, uh, when you think about the uh, nature of uh, the Christian life and you think about the nature of, of, of the way the world actually works, if you have somewhat of a realistic perspective of, of the way that the world actually works, and one of the things that you're going to realize is that Proverbs 31 tells us that, that uh, an excellent wife who can find one. And it seems to me that you know, the world has always been uh, filled with a great many people. Uh, but then the thought of finding an excellent marriage partner, that's always been something that's been somewhat difficult. And when you think about the world that we live in today or the country that we live, we live in, in America in particular, uh, one of the things that you're going to find is that you look around the world, you look around the church, and, and it doesn't seem like there there is a prevalence of, of people who are available, <laughs> uh, single people who are available, who are very serious about their faith. Uh, so uh, the vast majority of people in the vast majority of churches very rarely, if ever, read the Bible. Uh, the vast majority of people lo- know little to nothing about uh, theology or the Bible or the scriptures or doctrine. When you look around the world that we're living in right now, uh, we have a lot of churches. Uh, we have church on every corner, it seems, in America. But the but doctrinal ignorance is a pervasive uh, problem. And not only is doctrinal ignorance a pervasive problem, it seems to me that the vast majority of people seem to treat their faith in a pretty uh, callous and superficial way. Uh, the vast majority of people who attend the vast majority of churches seem to be addicted to entertainment, uh, seem to rarely, if ever, read the Bible and rarely, if ever, pray. And, uh, and so if you're an individual who's looking for a spouse uh, in uh, in America, one of the things that you might find is if you have any kind of standards as it relates to physical attractiveness, uh, and then if you have any kind of standards as it relates to spiritual attractiveness, you might you, trying to put those two pieces together uh, into one particular person. It might be uh, incredibly hard. And then if you if you add to that any you know preference kind of issues at all, uh, you might be facing a daunting task. And now, uh, for for many people, finding a, a suitable marriage partner is uh, compounded by the fact that we uh, as a people have a bit of unrealistic standards as it relates to what uh, you know physical attractiveness actually should be and the kind of spouse that we're looking for Uh, many people spend all day long looking at celebrities on television (laughs) and when you spend all day long looking at celebrities on television one of the things that you'll notice is that that the standard celebrity is significantly better looking uh, than the vast majority of people alive. And if you want to know what people actually look like in the real world, you might just go take a stroll down Walmart, uh, uh, the aisles at Walmart, and you'll see that most of those people don't look like the dream person that you have imagined uh, that's going to look like your favorite celebrity. And so part of uh, what's happened in the world is that we are increasingly superficial as it relates to looking for spouses. And so we are putting off um, 
the idea of marriage because we're looking for someone who looks like our f- favorite uh, celebrity crush. Uh, sadly, I wish that Christians didn't fall prey to this kind of thing, but the, but the truth is that they actually do. Uh, but then if you add, as I'm saying, any kind of spiritual qualifications to this at all, even if you scrape the bare minimum, it's, it's very difficult if you're a man looking for a woman who, you know, it has any kind of uh, clear doctrinal commitments as, uh, as far as that goes. And if you're a woman who's looking for a man who has just the basic qualifications of, you know, being a committed Christian and who seems to, you know, have any kind of leadership potential at all whatsoever and and just is willing to ask you on a date, <laughs> you know, simple things like that, is willing to ask you on a date and doesn't just try to Facebook stalk you or something along those lines, then it may be significantly hard to find uh, an individual. And the longer you, you're single, the, the harder and harder it gets. And so, you know, individuals do have to think about the subject of online dating. Is this something that they should pursue? Is this something that they should think about? Is this something that they should consider? Now, certainly the uh, there are great advantages advantages in, in meeting a person in, uh, you know, real life. <laughs> uh, there are great advantages along those lines in in that um, when you meet a person in the real context with which they live, they have a much less capacity to deceive you. Uh, so there's many people who put uh, paint themselves in a certain way online, um, you know, viewing people from a distance, you can make a, a great many assumptions about who they are and about their character. And a lot of those assumptions are based on just the way they present themselves online. It may be that they present themselves with a picture of them. Uh, for instance, just to talk about something silly, it may, it, uh, you know, many people will put on their profile pictures, pictures of them when they are significantly, uh, at times in their life where they were significantly in better shape <laughs> or something along those lines. And then when you meet them, you might find that they've let themselves go significantly. Uh, but not only that, uh, the online world does seem to paint an unrealistic picture of people in general. I mean, if you follow a person's, uh, you know, the standard person's Facebook feed or Instagram or whatever kind of social media outlook, it, you'll find that uh, people can... Um, you know, paint uh, pictures of themselves uh, based on their posts that are somewhat unrealistic. Uh, my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law, or my brother and my sister-in-law, recently went to Disney, and they had been posting to us uh, pictures of them at Disney World, and uh, showing, uh, you, you know, and basically over the past few days, they've been posting these pictures. And, and then my uh, sister-in-law, at the end of it, said that it, as nice as this all looked, uh, what you don't see in any of these pictures was the hours and hours that we waited in the hot sun and these obscenely long lines and the fussing and the crying kids and everything else. So you, you, you might uh, look at these pictures and gain a certain perspective of how the vacation went that was somewhat inaccurate <laughs> as far as uh, that kind of thing is concerned. But then as you look at the standard uh, Christian on uh, their post, you know, typically they're going to post pictures of, uh, you know, uh, their life that are in the best possible light with the best possible camera views and the best possible uh, moments. And, and you may, you know, realize that the day-to-day life is uh, remarkably different than what is being uh, presented online. Uh, so there's things like that. But then not only um, is this online paint people in a bit of an unrealistic way, uh, one of the safeguards of meeting a person in real life is that you uh, – 
that there are a lot of people in real life that you can talk to and you can interact with who know this person and you can see them in the normal context of their life. You can see, you know, simple things like how they interact with traffic. Are they an angry maniac when they're driving down the road uh, uh, where they're constantly engaging in the traffic talk and, you know, significantly frustrated and provoked to anger on a regular basis? Are they the kind of individual who uh, basically just uh, sits around all day long in a house that's absolutely filled with trash and, and a mess like are they a hoarder uh, you know are, like how do they uh, treat people who um, you know ha- uh, sh- that uh, the kind of people that really uh, do not benefit them in any way and so are they a other centered kind of person does their life reflect an other centered kind of life um or, you know, is their life predominantly a self-absorbed kind of life? Uh, but then uh, one of the things to, uh, to keep in mind as it, as it relates to dating in general is that we can all have a bit of unrealistic um, rose-colored glasses when we're looking at someone. And then if you have loved ones, you have family members, you have wise people in your life, you have pastors, you have parents, you have uh, other individuals who are looking on, who they, they may have a, a much greater capacity to uh, view these individuals uh, it, with more of a, of a realistic perspective and, and so if you were to consider something like online dating there's certainly limitations of what you can discover over the course of interactions uh, through social media or the telephone or the cell phone or that that sort of thing now now there are there are also i would say advantages to something like online dating uh in you know normal day-to-day uh uh romantic kind of interactions that you're going to find. There seems to be a lot of pressure uh, that is put on you uh, as it relates to physical kind of temptations that wise people are going to mitigate a wide variety of ways. Uh, But then when you think about uh, there are certain advantages to online dating in that um, with online dating, you do have opportunities to learn to communicate. And certainly the foundation of any good relationship is going to be built on the ability to talk and the ability to discuss and the ability to communicate. And so certainly online dating does take a lot of pressure away from you in terms of that raw, physical, attractive, attracted element of it and the, the situations that can happen with that. Uh, uh, and so it, online dating does have the capacity to allow you to see how well you communicate with each other. Uh, but then as I've said, there, there does seem to be limitations to it in that you really, um, um, you, you really don't have a great opportunity to see this person in, in terms of how they live their life, how they observe their walk uh, in an up-close, personal way uh, with a whole lot of help. And so there's a great many people that I've known who have uh, engaged in online dating only to be, uh, only to, you know, basically uh, pres- uh, paint the, per- the individual in question uh, with the best possible light, only to find that there are significant and somewhat uh, sometimes earth-shattering kind of surprises to be found uh, once they actually uh, inserted themselves into their uh, their real life um, uh, routine. Uh, there, there were things that were remarkably shocking that uh, you just didn't discover from, um, from a distance. And so I think the best way to engage with online dating would be uh, to attempt to meet someone 
locally through online dating and that way the online dating is simply just a mechanism um, of a, you know basically a popular friend who knows more people than you that can get you an introduction and then you know the more that you can have family involved in that kind of process I, I'm, I'm not really commenting on dating in general or courting or the difference between those those kind of subjects in general as much as I'm just talking about uh, what might be described as meeting an individual online in order to incorporate um in order to pursue them for marriage with, you know, whatever um, other uh, uh, involvement, uh, family involvement that you have at that point. And so without commenting necessarily on all the particulars of that, I'm just trying to say that the best possible situation and scenario would be to enlist help from sane people in your life, um, authority figures in your life. Uh, individuals that you trust that are going to help you to be sane and accountable and to do and to use it more as a, a means of meeting people local uh, but then the problem with that kind of thing is that that uh, you know that you're limiting your pool of individuals to in a significant kind of way and so I would say that if you're going to do online uh, uh, long distance kind of uh, interactions I think that there's plenty of um, uh, there, there's there are helpful ways to do that and there are harmful ways to do that and I would just say that uh, the safest way to do that kind of thing is just to use that as an entry point in order to uh, pursue a person and assuming that goes well I would encourage individuals to make significant changes in their life in order to prioritize a spouse I would encourage them to make significant kind of life altering uh, changes uh, particularly you know if a man finds a, a woman who's um, he's interested in long term uh, in terms of online dating he's finding no options that are local I would encourage him to be the kind of guy who'd be willing to pack up and move and and uh, you know give it some time uh, in a new location and really see who this person is that he's pursuing online in a realistic way and give her parents and her family an opportunity to interact with him in real life I, I would I would uh, encourage him to be the one to make that kind of move and I would say that uh, typically when people I'm not saying it can't work, but if, if people ignore that kind of step, then often one of the things that happens is that you know th- there might be significant kind of despri- surprises that individuals really wish they would have known ahead of time. So that's not just a, that's not a biblical command. It's not a biblical imperative. It's just something to say that uh, you know if you are going to be pursuing someone for from a distance, you are uh, introducing significantly more risk into the equation. And uh, going slower and giving people time to adjust and giving all the loved ones time to get to know you and to sign off on this and to realize that you're not just some kind of creepy, you know, Muslim terrorist who's going (laughs) kidnapping kind of person might mean that you gain a bunch of allies in the process. And if you really aren't willing to make significant uh, kind of changes along those lines, then that does say maybe something about who you are. Uh, But I I, I don't think that online dating should be dismissed. I just think that people should treat it with caution. And uh, it may be that, you know, if um, it may be that now uh, that we do have a tool in the internet to help us to, you know, to, uh, uh, encourage marriages that God commands us to pursue. He commands us to be fruitful and multiply and to fill the earth and subdue it. And if you want to make a good and a godly marriage choice, this may be a way to help, uh, provided that you take some of the safeguards and do some of the things I'm talking about. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed 
and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move. Thank you.